0: You're listening to Civic from the San Francisco Public Press. On this edition, we'll hear from San Francisco's new poet laureate about his work and his political teachings.
1: So, I believe that San Francisco is a place where white supremacy as a cultural product, as a cultural Happy Meal, we had had its weakest grip in San Francisco as far as the United States. Where's where Uh, White supremacy was culturally, it's weakest in the United States, I believe, was in San Francisco, in the Bay, in in the Bay Area.
0: I'm Laura Wenis, and this is Civic.
1: Civic is underwritten in part by the San Francisco Foundation, which has been acting as a catalyst for change to build strong communities, foster civic leadership, and promote philanthropy in the San Francisco Bay Area since 1948. More at sff.org. San
0: Francisco has a new poet laureate, Tongo Martin. He's a city native raised by local organizers, and his work is deeply political. We talked about poetry, but also his work as an educator framing police brutality and racism as outcroppings of American imperialism through a curriculum titled We Charge Genocide Again. The curriculum suggests critical questions to apply to government institutions like police and social problems like white supremacy. It draws from a 2012 report compiled by Eisenmarten's mother, Arlene Eisen, titled Operation Ghetto Storm. That report documented the extrajudicial killings of 313 black people in the United States by police, security guards, and vigilantes. And it describes them as, quote, a perpetual war to invade, occupy, and pacify black communities, much like the U.S. invades and occupies the Middle East, end quote. We talked about his concept of poetry as revolution and his reflections on American politics right now. Before we dive into our conversation, let's hear a brief excerpt from one of Tongo Eisenmartin's readings. This is from the San Francisco Public Library.
1: I left my watch on the public bathroom sink and took the toilet with me. Threw it at the first bus I saw eating single mothers half alive. It flew through the bus line number and on out the front of the White House. And hopefully you find comfort downtown. But if not, we brought you enough cigarette filters to make a decent winter coat. A special species of handshake. Let's all know who's king. And what's the lifespan of uniform cloth? You know, this coffin needs to quit acting like those are birds singing. Rusty nails have no wings, have no voice other than that of a white world dying. Their book pages in a gas pump. Catchy, isn't it? The way three nooses is the rule, or the way potato sack masks go so well with radio codes, or the way condemned Africans fought their way back to the ocean only to find waves made of 1920s, burnt up piano parts, European backdoor deals. And red flowers for widows who spend all day in the sun mumbling in San Francisco. Red flowers, but what's the color of a doctor visit? There book titles in the streets. Book titles like, Hero, You'd Make a Better Zero. Or, Hey, fur Cold Lady, the President is Dead. Or, Pay Me Back in Children. Or, They Hung Up their Bodies in Their Own Museums. And other book titles pulled from a drum solo. Run here, hero. Lie at the hiding place. All the bullets in 10 precincts, nowhere to go. There's no heaven nor any other good idea in the sky. Politics means that people did it and people do it. I understand that when in San Francisco and other places that was never really there. I bet this ocean thinks it's an ocean, but it's not. It's just 6th and Mission Street. All know who's king. King of thin things. You know, like America, I'm proud to deserve to die. I'm going to eat my dinner extra slow tonight in this police state candy dispenser you all call the neighborhood. No set of manners goes unpunished. Never mind a murderer's insomnia or the tea kettle preparing everyone for police hours
0: the. End. <laughs> now let's get to my conversation with San Francisco's poet laureate.
1: If we could, I I'd, I'd
0: like to talk about poetry in your work in this political time. For example, the whole country was watching Amanda Gorman read her poetry at the inauguration, and you described that time, that moment to ABC7 as a dangerous moment because we're in danger of going back to sleep. I I think there is a sense of that complacency especially among people who are comfortable um, coming back The Chronicle wrote about this moment by saying that many Americans were exhaling a tremendous sigh of relief at that time mm. could we start by talking about what going back to sleep would or will look like and why that's so dangerous
1: right um, I, you know in in um, I, I would I would back up to the this the summertime with the uprisings we had yep. uh with uh, around uh, george floyd and, and brianna taylor um and Ahmad and Ahmad aubrey and, and that that there was this God, there was this beautiful moment in in which uh imperial really imperialist <laughs> uh, and i apologize for taking the gloves off um do it. so so <laughs> But, I but, mean,
0: I kind of started it. So. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> right, let,
1: let's just go there. Basically, that you, 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 U.S. imperialist hegemony as it plays out uh, domestic, domestically was the primary conversation people were even having with themselves as far as like identifying themselves in relationship to struggle in a way that we probably haven't seen in this era, just as evidenced by how much more participation you had in the, in the, in the, in the street, um, you know, in, in marches and demonstrations and, and this type of thing, it really moved into uh moved to the front of the mass imagination or the everyday psyche. And so there was a point where, where the, the system itself had to make all of these, all of these concessions. Uh, of course, the, there was a, a, a lack of ideological clarity or, or lack of ideological objectives as far as, you know, okay, well, what, what then, um, you know, what does a new day look like? What's the actual demand uh, or what do we actually see? So all of that was, you know, it, it was, it was gaseous. Um, but, you know, the, the power structure felt a real pressure and, and turned around and started making these concessions to the point where even, you know, mayors were talking about uh, defunding the police although you know it was more ceremonially you know we have this energy that that was then absorbed some of it was absorbed and, and really co-opted you know some of it imploded um due to you know just internal contradictions internal political contradictions Uh, Some of it got bored, you know, some of it went needed, you know, went went to a different kind of distraction. But here we are um, uh, back again with the, with the original, you know, with the, uh, one of the original opioids, (laughs) one of the original American opioids, this, this kind of elect, electoral, uh, electoral politics. Mm. Um, And, and so, you know, uh, unfortunately, I, I think that we've conformed our psyches to in, to imperialism, to this this corporatocracy uh, landscape that that uh, allows you some kind of uh, modicum of, of, of individual adventure, so that you feel you don't really live a collective of enough existence to have to uh, really collectively lay hands. On on history, and so 45, <laughs> 45, 45 almost actually almost pushed people into a movement process by by making mainstream governance so uh, you know so hard to uh, what's what's the word palate uh, so unpalatable unpalatable <laughs> uh, now that there is a sugar coating that people are used to people are kind of reverting re- reverting back to a part really a participation, a collaboration with, 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 with imperialists, which is really what's going on. I mean, you know, and, and we've, we, 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 we saw this play run before, you know, you had a George W was, uh, you know, I, I, I remember when, when George W was like an un, unprecedented evil mm-hmm. of sorts. We know that the United States has been making, you know, these, these, you know, psychotic imperialist moves throughout the world since, since it's, you know, its inception as an empire, the, as long as the, you know, as long as the, the, the machinery that, that makes all of this, the machinery that makes this kind of uh, settler colonial project uh, go around doesn't fundamentally change, then, then our, then our, uh, you know, our material existence is not going to, Change, but we're so um, you know we 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 we're we're, we're so um, you know we're, we're so addicted um, to these kind of uh, uh, illusions of, of transformation uh, or illusions of social evolution being facilitated by oppressors. You just give us a little bit, and we'll and, and, and we'll take it.
0: And we're happy. We're we're ready to sit back down. I I wonder if you could talk more about that, you know, the uprisings over the summer and then kind of going to this moment where you talk about people having maybe gotten bored or just tired and it sort of fell away again. Because I remember talking to people and so many people that I talked to in San Francisco who were at these marches and demonstrations were talking about how they felt like, yeah, there really is momentum this time. Um, And, and, I mean, you're an educator and you've written this curriculum about state-sanctioned violence. We charge genocide again. What's that like for you watching this wave kind of come through and then pass away again, if if that's what you think happened?
1: It's actually pretty unsurprising uh, because what we, so we had this great kind of spontaneous mass participation and resistance, but what we didn't have were, uh, we didn't have solid political organizations to take that energy, you know, and and actually make it a a, a moment of of scaffolding uh, towards a, 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 you know, a revolutionary stage of society. And almost, you know, you almost organizationally see people kind of almost building the plane in the air, you know, especially which you know, it's, it, it's, it's understandable when kind of resistance is so reliant on spontaneous participation. You don't, you know, you, you, are not, you're never really, you're, you're never really prepared until there are organizations doing, doing the work of really bringing masses of people into a, um, uh, uh, a movement process that is more than just participation in a protest. Then you know that energy, uh, how, however impressive and however inspiring, um, uh, uh, ultimately will um, you know it, it can't it cannot uh, sustain itself. It wasn't really surprising. The, que- the 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 question is just now like. Uh, are movement folks going to adjust to this fact or are we going to just try to just wait, wave to wave? Um, Hmm. And, uh, you know, I I hope that, I hope that we don't. (laughs) Yeah. Can
0: you say more about that curriculum and and how we might not just wait for the next wave? Like what would, what could be done? What could be learned and taught in order to, Change things actually, rather than just putting a fresh face on the same system.
1: Hmm. What the you know the so the the, the curriculum uh, was written uh, to to accompany the study on extrajudicial killing called Operation Ghetto Storm that was actually written by my mother. Um, hmm. What you have here is um, is is a you know is a, is a is a war machine. It's been a war machine from day one and actually can only offer genocide a system that can only offer genocide political education is just it has to be the the life's blood of of organizing right now because we, we we just see how if you solely rely on organizing people around you know just the tactic of protesting these kind of demands Ultimately, the system just absorbs your efforts. And this kind of reformism or these demands that allow the, the, the ruling class to maintain their power at the end of the day actually do not transform people. People transform when, when their role in the creation of reality transforms. And that's what, you know, this is what we need. This is what we need to be, uh, need to be fighting for. So you know, p- to prepare people to his- to enter the historical process critically is is you know I, I think is the primary uh, task right now, and that's where political education comes in. Mm,
0: so two lines from your work come to mind for me here. One is, a poet of any station is secondary to the people, and also you've written that politics means people did it and people
1: do <laughs> <threw> it. <laughs> That's a good line. <laughs> <It is>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so like with that in mind, what's the role of poets now in this?
1: Politics means people did it and people do it. I mean, it, You know, it's just kind of a nod, nod towards just getting away from, you know, metaphysical analysis. You know, that that what we're seeing down here is not, you know, even resistance itself. Is is not like a magical concept that applies itself to to human history. We have people part, who have who have participated in basically people participating in violent systems, collaborating with violent um, systems. Who who really who must be stopped, right? And so I think the role of the the role of the poet is just to point people's attention to you know just point point people's attention to how reality really you know how how reality what what reality is actually the result of and the result of these these social contradictions results of the contradiction between a a oppressor and and oppressed um and
0: politics doesn't happen to us we we make politics happen it's not like this is something that's handed down you know by nature or whatever that we are just swept along with right like we have to engage with it because we are it
1: right and there's an equation that needs to be solved right so we, we know we know that resistance or, or collaboration flows from culture flows from the way that we relate to each other Mm-hmm. In the in the socializations that we create to express that 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 those relations, um, this the set of relations, and right now we relate to each other in ways that are conducive to our repression. Um, we we relate to each other with you know with with paranoia. Uh, we we relate with with an individualistic paranoia. Yeah, we relate to each other with a you know, with the, with the hate, with the normalization of violence that we, you know, the way we relate to the earth also, you know, with, with fears and, 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 and all of this, you know, and, and all of these other um, kind of like just codified um, energies of, uh, you know, just, just really energies of, 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 of violence. Of genocide that we've adjusted our psyches to, um, and therefore it's the really the job of the revolutionary. And maybe that's why I'm stuttering because you know I can be this, I can be that, but really you're either you know you're you're revolutionary, as in you 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 center, <laughs> you know, you believe that humanity <laughs> needs to be centered in all in, in endeavors, or you believe that that masses of people should, should remain uh, pow- powerless exploited abused and and, and and murdered or easy to easy to murder be easy to murder and so it's the job of this person this uh, uh, of, of a revolutionary to do the cultural work um, necessary and in a way you can think about organizing itself is is really just, Cultural work. Even if you look at, you know, look at the the neo Confederate uh, move on on January Mm -hmm. um, sixth. Was that actually um, an attempted coup? No. Like, did they really think they were going to pull that off? No. But it was a great. It was a it was a great organizing tool. It was actually a great piece of cultural work to continue to solidify confidence in this neo confederate tendency because now look they have now they can uh, they 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 have uh, they have things to brag about you know they have they have martyrs they have war stories they have people to free they have you know they they it, it this is what you know this is this is how this is how culture um this is how culture is 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 built and in fact, you know, one of the one of the the, the hardest um, tasks of, of of organizers is to is to is to you know really to have a process that people can be a part of where they feel like they're actually doing something. Like that's always you know that that's always chewing at us, right? Like you can have somebody in a in a you can bring somebody into an organi- in an organization if they feel like the organization isn't doing anything real they eventually leave. I think back to, you know, you know, back to, to the, the loss of, of, movement energy from the summer, I think a similar thing like, okay, well, what are we, what am I actually a part of? What am I actually doing after, you know, a, after the clashes with po, police uh, have, 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 are over? Um, and so, you know, with no, with no other, um, with, with no other activity, people, you know, are going to pack up and, and, and go back to regular scheduled programming, what is our programming? Mm-hmm. What is, how, how do, how and, and how does a poet, how does a poet help do this kind of cultural work to consolidate, you know, a, 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 a revolutionary uh, culture? But ultimately, you know, where, again, I think where we have to like drop the poet and just call ourselves, uh, revolutionaries, you're ultimately not um, you're you ultimately not gonna synthesize a solid um, you know a, a, a solid cultural practice uh, a a solid uh, cultural practice of liberation if you're not engaged in um, in political struggle if you're not if you're not operating outside of your comfort zone the comfort zone uh, is what this like kind of modern imperialist hegemony, this kind of this, this corporatocracy, uh, uh, this court corporatocracy world uh, is, is very much, very, very much uh, relies on you um, uh, taking what uh, leaning into what you think you're strongest at, or what you can capitalize on, right? As and and not kind of just like doing the necessary um work of 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 of, of, of politicizing people which will take you away from y- your skill set.
0: I'm speaking with Tongo Eisen Martin, San Francisco's new poet laureate, about his work and his reflections on the current political moment in the US. So can we talk a little bit about how you're going to do that as San Francisco's po- poet laureate? I mean, you've uh, you've said that you want to push further into places where poetry has not yet permeated, and give poetry even more of a mass personality, as mass participation has always been the staple of what could be described as San Francisco futurism. Mm. Um, <laughs> should we call you San Francisco's revolutionary laureate?
1: That- <laughs> yes. <laughs> immediately <laughs> um, so what does that
0: what does that title mean for you what are you going to do with that
1: well <laughs> you know it is really who whoever will have me so i i mean i i have a uh you know i was actually a teacher for a long time before i even had a, you know, a a like kind of a public assertion as a poet i was pretty much like an I've like pretty much an, an anonymous youth worker for years. So I have uh you know all all, all of this kind of experience and, and passion for education. But it's you know it's just uh, wh- whoever whatever will have me. Um you know I I mean I'd like to have um you can call it uh, you know liberation poetry workshops in you know in local branches of libraries you know or or whatever whatever organization you know whatever community room you know whoever whoever will have me i i i have a you know i have hours and hours and hours of curriculum you know also have uh, uh i'll I talk I, I I just uh had a good conversation with the Bayview uh and, and i'm gonna talk to uh el tech uh soon about you know um uh kind of curating uh a poet, some kind of you know i don't know like a, a poetry corner of sorts i don't i don't know what we call it <laughs> but 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 you know also you know also kind of just like get it getting uh get uh, getting words out through you know people's you know, people's presses, but, but it's, you know, it's a pretty straightforward equation. Um, I have a whole lot that can be uh, taught and, um, and, and people have a, you know, and and there, and there are people who could use the places to say what's on their mind and places where we can also kind of like develop what, what's on our minds, but it's, you know, it's just a matter of people saying, yes, let's try something.
0: Can you say a bit more about what San Francisco futurism is?
1: You know, you think about the places that raised you and with the with a kind of, you know, with with the with the um with the with, with these kind of uh, you know, these 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 soup this these superheroes uh that you hope you didn't make up. <laughs> you know I mean? But yeah. <laughs> because we know, I mean, we know that San Francisco has always been a, uh, you know, uh, uh, an apartheid town, um, right. and uh, and and came with 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 uh, with, with deadly contra- deadly destructive uh, contradictions. So I don't want to, um, you know, like romanticize, um, you know, a, a pre gentrification in San Francisco, but if mm-hmm. but if I can say anything. Uh, for San Francisco, so I believe that San Francisco is a place where white supremacy as a cultural product as a cultural happy meal we had had its weakest grip in San Francisco as far as the United states where where uh, white supremacy was culturally its weakest in the United States, I believe was in San Francisco in the bay in, in the bay area and what that looked like. Was just people, um, you know, pe- people of resistance having more of a, 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 of a, of a, you know, of a, of an institutional say so, or, or more of a institutional facilitation uh, of culture. Like we, the, the buildings were, were were ours, the the, the venues and in the, in the streets. Um, or ours so and, and it's so it's interesting. You have like this, you know, it, 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 I think it's telling that you have like a very innovative landscape when you have a people, when, 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 when you have a people who, who, who actually are, you know, who, who, who have, who have the, the means of cultural production and and that and that is uh that that's that's kind of the San Francisco futurism to me or is that, you know that that's the um, in a way almost the the I wouldn't put it on so thick to call it a prophecy but you know that 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 it give you a that 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 it give you a good educated guess <laughs> on how to get to a decent how to get to a decent uh, uh, you know, a decent future for humanity is just putting mm-hmm. the, you know, putting the various means of production in people's hands.
0: Well, I think we're running out of time. Is there anything that you wanted to talk about? I didn't give you a chance to say.
1: Um, no, no. I think I should. I, I think I think I should quit while I broke even. <laughs> <laughs> Well,
0: Tongo, thank you so much for your time.
1: Right on. I, pre- I appreciate you. I, I really I, I really do.
0: That was San Francisco Poet Laureate Tongo Martin. I'm Laura Wennis, and you've been listening to Civic.
1: Civic is underwritten in part by the San Francisco Foundation, which has been acting as a catalyst for change to build strong communities, foster civic leadership, and promote philanthropy in the San Francisco Bay Area since 1948. More at sff.org.